time once again for Donovan Bailey Running Things. I'm Jason Portwondo. You know who he is. That man who needs no introduction. Morning, sir. Well, morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Um, That's true. Hello. <laughs> hello. Are you going to break it into your Lionel Richie? Uh, no. I, no? I, you don't want, you, you're not want. You never want to hear me sing. Never. Never, ever, ever. I can see it in your... And I don't want to hear you singing either. Okay. Bonjour. <laughs> Seven. Okay, here we go. Well, Black History Month continues. We're going to have more celebrations to talk about throughout the broadcast. We're also going to talk a little Tiger Woods. Hey, didn't win, but kind of felt like a win. Track and field. It seems like maybe track and field should be sponsored by Motown because they're dropping all kinds of records. Nice. And I like that. You and I <laughs> get excited for outdoor, but I don't know. I'm starting to get a little bit more excited for indoor mm-hmm. because Hobbs and Bull and just records being popped and dropped. And so we'll get to that. And of course, we'll run the anchor leg where we get uh, quick takes from DB. But we have to start by talking basketball just because... It was All-Star Weekend, and depending on who you spoke with, it was either fantastic or foolish. Ah, let's go. For 48 hours. So, Mac, judging by my math, who, who, who's Mac McClung? Because his 48 hours are up. So, he was the stud at the All-Star dunk-off, okay? But here's the rub for many people. He's a G League star. Uh, so, are you cool with a G League star coming and doing what he did on NBA All-Star Weekend? Um, I am a huge fan. As, as a dunker myself. Can you I, still? Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. I try to, I squeeze one in. Just. Okay. I squeeze one in, but I'm also operating only on one leg. So wow. I'm, I'm, I squeeze one in these Squeezing days. Squeezing one just in on one squeeze, leg. Squeezing one in. But oh. I'm a huge fan of this kid. One, okay. if you're a dunker, you know who this kid is. You have seen him on YouTube. Oh, yeah. You've seen him uh, in high school. You've seen him in college. And also, the fact is, man, the guy uh, struggled uh, post um, post college to make the team and he is he is part of the Philadelphia 76ers so I don't know for those of you out there uh, who thinks that he shouldn't be on man shame on you the thing is if there's a if there's a kid that's part of an organization trying to make it and that team is signing that giving that guy an official paycheck then he has no reason not to be there and and for me Jason listen I think that he one is a white guy, and they say white guys can't jump or white guys can't run. Sorry, people. Uh, you know, I believe that he's defied all of your crazy thoughts, mm-hmm. and 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 this kid showed up uh, and showed out. Uh, he won on the very first dunk that he did. You know, I am six, just under six foot two, so I I know that it's also way more impressive when a when a kid. When someone is at six foot, six foot one, six foot two, six foot three, is getting up and doing every single thing in midair and dunking the ball. So uh, I just said a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, but the conclusion is for me um, to start is that 
I've been a huge fan of his. I knew that he was going to show up and do some amazing things. I actually didn't know that they were going to allow him. But the fact is, when you're part of an organization, uh, I totally agree. Uh, you know, we, you know, if this is what, if this is going to bring the dunk contest back to a place where, you know, where 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 we can see amazing things, uh, acrobatic dunks, people flying off the floor, forty-four mm-hmm. inch vertical leaps, whatever. Um, if this is what's going to bring the dunk contest back, then so be it. Because I was a huge fan growing up, and I became a huge fan again. Uh, you know, I became a huge fan again uh, this weekend. First of all, he ain't no damn six two. Okay, he's six two. I'm six feet. <laughs> and those of you who know me know I'm nowhere near. I'm closer to five feet than six, right. actually. But anyway, <laughs> I have mixed emotions mm-hmm. because my first thought was, "Damn, this guy is so good!" Right, and he's got dunks going back to high school. Right, and it was great to see just pure dunks. Not jumping over cars, not blowing out cupcakes, not all this foolishness. Right. Just pure yep. dunks. But having said that, I really wish we'd see the All-Stars go out and dunk. Of course. Not taking anything away from Mac. Give me a little bit of Ja. Of course. Give me a little bit of Zion. Of Give course. Me those guys. Of course. That's what it should be. <clears throat> yes. Because now if you're going to let G League players get into it, then all of a sudden, I don't know. I'm not saying you're watering it down, but you're, you're kind of diluting it. So I'm on the fence. I'm going to use the uh, Donovan Bailey fence, and I'm going to ride that. No. Because as much as I liked what I saw, he is not an NBA player. I am not on – hold on. But but understand this. I am not on the fence, right? No, I, I know. Okay, let me – But usually you are. But Oh, please. That's why I'm boring Man, you because you're not using no, it. No, hell no. <laughs> you say, well, this team's going to win, but my heart's telling it, me it this. Was, it was, well, listen, I, and I usually win. So here, I, that, Well, when you I, ride the fence, how can you I, I usually No, what are you talking about? Anyways. Okay. What I'm saying to you is this: I'm not. I am not riding the fence on this. No, I know, yeah, not this. Do, do I? Do I? I mean, you're correct. I mean, you know that we we always talk about Ja Morant and 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 uh, and also Zion and 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 many others actually um, that are that are that are playing pro that are starting uh, that were there the the the, the all stars that people voted in mm-hmm. to 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 uh, to come and. And uh, and and watch play basketball as the as the best basketball players in the world. The fact is that we know we know we can we know we're going to see the best basketball players play the game, right? Uh, but also we want to make sure that the the athletes that are in these organizations they get they get their flowers too. I mean, on you know, um, with Mac and with many others that are probably playing in the G League. Uh, there, there's a lot of guys trying to make, make teams. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys uh, trying to sign a contract. And if this is an opportunity for them to get one, uh, a good fan base, two, uh, to get uh, you know their names uh, be passed around, especially amongst the the GMs around the league, uh, you know I'm all for it. So for me. Uh, it's not just about the dunk competition, and it's probably not just about. And, and I guess we could say the same thing about the three point competition. If we're going to say, uh, you know, uh, NBA All Star Weekend, um, you know, sidebar competitions. Uh, you know, if if there's someone in 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 the G League that feels that they can um, that they can they come in and and and, and beat uh, Damian Lillard, uh, then so be it. As long as they're part of a, an but it's NBA, the NBA. No, I understand that. All star game, but it is the NBA. I'm, I, but the G League is the, also the NBA because it's a farm team. 
No. I mean, like I'm saying to you, no. it's a farm team. You can pull sure, someone, it's a farm team, but you can pull someone up at any given time and stick them on the bench to come play. So why the hell would you not do that? If if this, okay, because this, he's not an all star. No, no. But did he take part in the all star game? No, no, no. Thank but, you. But again, but, you answered but, your own question three times. No, no. What I'm saying Four to you five is five that all star is what is the people vote for, and so we're gonna watch those people play the game because the fans want it. However, if there are some skilled players, as in dunkers or three-point So guys, why not just open it up to anybody on the street? Well, because, they, because that's impossible. It's like saying open the Olympics to all the fast people. We know that we, it's not going to last. No, exactly. <laughs> it's no, not, not going to happen. I understand what you're saying. It was great that he actually wanted to do it. Right. Because all these NBA guys don't. Right. Well, maybe, they don't need to do it. Maybe we up the ante. Maybe give them two million dollars for winning the slam dunk competition. Then you'll see how many guys line up to be a part of it. What? Maybe that's what you was need it, to was do. Was it hundred thousand dollars? Ah, something like that. Was, that's, but that's that, his that's that, his lifetime earnings, bro. Yeah, I know. Right, and I'm just saying to you though. I'm saying to you that he now has an. I believe that he has a better opportunity now of actually playing for the Sixers at a real. I mean, and like he's gonna. Yeah, he's not gonna start. What's but the rest could, of his game like? Sure, he's good well, within a two foot radius of the rim. Well, he well listen. He can. He has to handle the rock, and and he's got to shoot because clearly, I mean, if he's driving the hoop with any one of those, and and Zion is down there waiting for him, or Giannis, or LeBron, or whomever is waiting for him, he's not going to get up that high with the ball. Okay, so <laughs> let's move on because I, I do want to get to a few other things quickly. All right. The Let's game itself, it can we both agree, stunk? Yes. It's a joke. I don't like, I do not like. Why bother you even have the game? I do not like, I mean, well, again, I think we're, we're both old school. There um, were some cool points, like to watch right. Jalen Brown go head to head with his teammate, ah. Jason Tatum. That was cool. Was it, though? It was. Because well, okay. you never see teammates go head to head, right? Because okay. back in the day, it was an East versus West thing, right? Right. But, and that allo- and, and that, the draft allows it to be open, which I right. don't mind that concept. Okay. Right? However, I would just like to see good old school game like the like the way it used to be. I I yeah. just I mean obviously uh you know uh whatever team picked whatever cherry they're going to be so so the philanthropy aspect still works really well. Mm-hmm. But I want it to be a game. I want it to be a game where you play you play pretty hard and and uh you know you give the fans what they want and you know and 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 that's that. I mean uh, the concept is a little foreign to me still. Um and you know yeah, I don't know if I like it. Well, wait, yeah. I don't like it. No, it's just a joke. I mean, I'll give you McClung winning the slam dunk over watching these guys play or, or, or not play, so to speak. Just because So you're right in the fence still. I'm right in the, oh, yeah, 100%. Like the game itself, I don't know how you make it better because I get it. Guys don't want to get hurt. I get it. But, but no one's going to get hurt, Jason. I mean, like, the, here's the thing, and I'm telling you this, you know, I, you know as, as a former professional. These guys are, they're going to go, like, imagine you're going to go play ball, um, you know, pick up basketball, uh, and you're playing pick up basketball with your friends. No one's going to intentionally hurt you. And no. that's, and that, and that's, but that's what the all-star game is. All of, regardless of what people think, all of these guys are friends. Even back in the day when people thought that, uh, you know, Detroit, you know, versus the Celtics and all. They, they thought that everyone was just, just, just mad as hell at each other. Yes, that's what you get when you get into playoffs and game, and, and game situations where, one, you're, you know, you're trying to win a championships. The All-Star game's always been the exact same thing. 
all these guys are professionals. Nobody is going to intentionally hurt someone. So if someone's going to get hurt, it's because it's something freak happened. You landed your ankle wrong. You hit your you hit your head on the on the backboard, or you hit your um, you know hands uh, entangled on the rim or something. But the All Star Game. Nobody is going to get hurt. Nobody's going to, if you get out and you stretch and you prepare yourself like any other game, nobody's, nobody's going to get hurt. And I think that, I, 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 I guess we're agreeing that you just want to see the game get back to a place where you just get in and you ball out. No one's going to try and, you know, intentionally block you and, and put you on your butt, all of that stuff. Uh, right. I just, I just like, again, I just want to see the game. No one, I do not believe that as professionals, no one, Nobody is going to intentionally try to hurt anyone. So, ah, people just NBA, Dave, you know, um, uh, they they just need to return back to yeah. back to the old baseball. For me, is the best one because there's something on the line. The winner of the All Star Game mm. gets home field advantage for the World Series. So you're putting something on the line. Now I know it's different because baseball is not a right. contact sport, so it's a li- it's a little bit easier True. to be competitive. Without being competitive, if you know what I mean, right? Yeah, it's but harder to do in football or, or a basketball, even hockey, right? It's a little bit harder. To well, do. listen, I mean, it, it, ultimately, when um, in baseball, when there's a pennant race or when there's or when there's a World Series at stake, if someone hits someone hits the other team with a ball, like you're gonna rush the plate, right? That's what's gonna happen. You'll never see it in the baseball game. Guys are just, I mean, a baseball game meaning an All Star game. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying to you that 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 professionals know how to be professionals when there's a need to be professional, and 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 ultimately, um, you know, I don't know. We can up the ante. Yeah, I, I have you, no you idea. can up, you can up the ante if you yeah. want, but uh, look, at, look at football. I remember, it was what 15, 16 years ago, we had that huge hit in an actual uh, Pro Bowl game. Sean right. Taylor, I think it was, just obliterated somebody. And then now you look <laughs> at these days, we're playing flag football. Yeah. Well, it is flag. Well, I mean, the entire game is 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 is, 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 is getting that way. Yeah, but 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 again, it, it's it's us adjusting to the new world and and the new rules. All right. Well, congratulations to Matt McClung, Damian Dalla 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 Bill Lillard, and uh, Utah Jazz for winning their respective All Star competitions. Jason Tatum, double nickels, first time ever we've had somebody hit fifty five in an All Star game. He nice. is the, the MVP. So to be continued. But before we wrap our NBA All Star Weekend chat, this happened before the game, courtesy of Julie Black, and uh, again controversy, some good and some bad. So that was the key there. We'll let her continue on the back a little bit because it was so good. She repped. Of course, we all love Julie, but some are freaking out because she put in the word on instead of, you know, the usual way, you know, the way we sing our our, uh, national anthem. One word has made such a big difference with some. What's your take? Well, Julie's my people, uh, and I am a huge supporter of Julie. And I am a huge supporter of how she sang the anthem. Um, what if you didn't know her, and she wasn't I'd, your peep? I, w- I, I would have. I would. I would be just as big a supporter because okay. just as because I'm just I mean, trying to take you know. Yeah, mo- yeah. Listen, I, I am biased, of course. Right. I mean, I'm going to tell you that I'm biased, but I'm also I'm also saying that you know, you know, I I have a huge circle in there, and there and there are people, you know, other countries, other places that don't know Julie personally. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm saying that it takes the exact same thing. I mean, you know, I'm 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 very blessed to have represented this very great country, but I also know that I'm a guest. And if Julie's saying that she's extremely happy to celebrate the fact that we're guests, um, I I don't I, I really don't see what the what the what the problem what the what the problem could be. I mean, we we're paying homage uh, to the people that were here, the original people that were here. You know, you know. We, again, we're all very uh, passionate, um, patriotic Canadians. Uh, but I, I think that um, we we all have to pay uh, respects uh, to the elders, and and the elders are the indigenous people. Yeah, uh, I, I disagree. I totally disagree. Oh, with the fact that I have to agree with you. But, oh, <laughs> you know, I was like, uh, man. Yeah. I was coming up with some yeah. Jason, man. I, I could you. see, I could see coming up from your sternum. Jeez, I, 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 could like, see what? I could see it percolating. But our <laughs> home and native land, our home on native land, that was what some people find to be disturbing. Now she she changed the lyrics. Okay, fine, I get it, but that's right. one word. She's not really changing the lyrics. I mean, we're still, you know, suggesting the same thing of what the words in the song mean. So to me, it was kind of a. I, Kind of cool the way she did that. I put thought, her own little flavor on it. So I enjoyed it. I thought it was amazing that no it, disrespect it, was meant. How can it be disrespectful? That's what I'm saying. Right. I mean, I like I can't understand how it is that again, I can't understand how anyone right. can be can be offended uh right. with factual things. I mean the and and here's the thing. And maybe uh, Julie, thanks, girl. Um maybe this is why she did it. So we can actually have the conversation and and we can change a narrative. And and we can make the narrative a positive thing, so we can all have a discussion that everyone came here, everyone came to this place, and we should be thankful that they allow us. See, I always talk about this. I, I mean, obviously, I'm I am very tight with the in the in the, in the, in the with the indigenous people. Mm-hmm. My, my, I will say my indigenous people because I always say, well, you know, hey, as the fa- as one time fastest man in the world. I know that I'm no, I'm a number one first round draft choice. So if they decide they're gonna send a whole bunch of people back to where they come from, they're gonna keep me. <laughs> All righty then. But you know what? Just to to put a lid on this, I was listening to the way she so beautifully sang the song. I didn't even realize right at the beginning she had changed that word. That goes to show how subtle it was, well, in my opinion. Well, I mean, it, it, and and she's because she knocked it out the park, and, and she's amazing at her craft. That's exactly yeah. what I was gonna say. She's amazing at her craft, and the fact that she can listen. I, mean, I think that the fact is that she she did it so eloquently mm-hmm. with with all the class in the world, and we're having a conversation about it. I hope it gets to the point that we don't have to have a conversation and we just accept facts. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Julie and Jewel. Don't forget, because she, she was really good, too, singing the, the U.S. National Anthem, the Star Spangled Banner. So we can move on now. Let's talk a little track and field. I mean, things are hot. I mean, you and I prefer outdoors, but indoors is, you know, where it's at right now. And, and so many records are going down. I mean, Femke Bowl, the new 400-meter mark, uh, breaking a 41-year-old record. 41. Leah Hobbs just being Leah Hobbs, just you know, lowering the bar each and every time she runs the sixty. Man, oh man, gotta salute the ladies. You know what? They, it's it's amazing. Um, you know, so the out the the indoor season is in full 
you know, it's it's in full season right now. Uh, we have um, you have the World Indoor Championships coming up in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, as you said, you know, you know, you've got you know people like Noah Laws who's just going through the indoor season and just using that as practice. Aliyah Hobbs trying to establish her name on the scene as one of the persons to to look out for. Femke Bowles, I mean, obviously Femke Bowles, she's she got beaten last year, and and this is what I love, dude. Uh, she got beaten by Sydney, and mm-hmm. and uh, and she got beaten bad. What happens this year? The right? way she's going and, right and, now, and and <laughs> I, but I'm saying to you, I love the fact that that it's again old school track and fields coming back where someone you know someone sends a message. Uh, well, you you beat someone uh, the year be- the season before, right? And they take the the indoor season. They're like, okay, I'm gonna lay it down and let you know that I'm waiting for you. And 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 not only am I gonna, I'm, I'm waiting for you, but I'm gonna lay it down right now. So if you decide to show up indoors, I'm gonna lay it down real good. But understand that I'm preparing for you outdoors. So it's almost like this message is being sent. I mean, you know. By the way, Jason, the outdoor season is full in, is in full bloom too. But it's in Melbourne, Australia. So uh, oh, yeah. Fred Curley and, and Rowan Browning are gonna go at it. Um, you know, I've I've competed in Melbourne several times. That's where I used to train. Uh, for a few months every single year, and uh, that's gonna that's gonna be good. But but the indoor season is gonna be really, it's gonna be really really interesting. I I mean I want to see uh, what um, I want to see what the the European indoors look like. I certainly want to see um, I want to see what the World Championships is gonna look like. World indoor. I mean, mind you, the World Indoor Championships. We yeah we know that that uh, you know it's it's not a it's not a big title. Um, you know, in in fact, it's usually a consolation title because not the stars never go there. Uh, the stars are never ever ever in the indoor, but it's a place for people to establish themselves and for people to, uh, you know, for 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 young uh, athletes to cut to cut their teeth, um, you know, in preparation for the outdoor season to take on the big real stars. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's a pretty good assessment. And who might argue with you? Oh, well. especially when it comes to your specialty. So <laughs> my uh, specialty, I, I know where to stay on this side <laughs> of the fence. You're right. I mean, but just going back to what you know they've been able to do thus far in terms of right. Bull and and Hobbs, the ladies putting on a show, just priming us for what's going to be a fabulous 2023 uh, outdoors when it gets to uh, track and field, and and we kind of feel like we've been focusing on these two. Kind of going Dutch and U.S. type thing, and and by the way, she did, she did it in her own backyard, Femke Bowl, right? right? She did that at the Dutch Indoor Championship, so that that makes it that much more special. But you're right, there is so much to look forward to, and we're not even talking about other parts of the world yet, right? You know, the Jamaicans, um, the Jacobs, you know, there's so much <laughs> to talk about, right? I mean, you you just go on and on and on. Why why are you shaking your hand and head when you talk about Marcel, man? Marcel Jacobs, Mar. Jason Marcel Jacobs is going to impress outdoors. He is the top runner under the surname J. 100%. Oh, ouch. 100%. Ouch. Listen, I think he's going to be okay. I think he's going to be okay. Oh, he'll be okay. He's going to he, he was beaten at the national he was beaten at his national championships by um he by was who? beaten Cicerelli. Dino? Dino. Dino. <laughs> he got beat by a hockey player? <laughs> I think his name might be Dino. Anyways, uh, or maybe it's Mario. Uh, but yeah, he was beaten. Chicarelli. I'm going to look that up. He was, he was, he was, he was, he was beaten. But, uh, but again, 60 meters, you're 
there, there's, you know, I got beaten a few times in my life in the 60 meters. You can't, you can't, there's really not a lot of excuse when you're a hundred meter guy to be, you know, you know, to be beaten in a hundred, but, but the 60 meters, you don't have a whole lot of time to make mistakes. Samuele. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Samuele. Okay. Yes. All right. But again, he was beaten. He was beaten uh, last year. I mean, this year he said that he's taken a different um, training um Mm-hmm. protocol <laughs> because he was injured the last two pro yeah, protocol the word pro okay Go <laughs> protocol yes. yes okay it's different different training methods mm-hmm. um so i'm expecting him to do well outside i actually want to see what he does uh you know at the at the european indoors because he's the reigning he's the reigning champion uh i think that reese prescott um from the uk is 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 a huge talent i mean this is a big tall kid uh, he has no the, running six running sub six five. Um, he has no reason whatsoever to not be running, um, you know, nine seven outdoors. No reason whatsoever. Uh, you know, we I think we had a conversation a while back. Not a while back. You and I had a conversation. I think it was yesterday. And we talked about Daryl Nita and uh, and Dean Asher Smith. Right. You know. So so the Brits are coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the Jamaicans we know are competing. Although they're doing the shorter distances, they are running uh, outside. Uh, so there are certainly, um, you know, win readings and 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 it's a, a few uh, competitions have been negative win readings. So they're never going to have that inside of a, an arena anywhere in the world. So we expect that uh, some of the young cats, uh, you know, they're gonna they're gonna do well. I, I think Johan plans on on um, on running. And like I as I said, you know, I guess early in the season when when I spoke to you about Johan. You know he's in the twilight of it, of his career, and and he definitely I I would like for him to to reestablish himself as as uh, as the as the sprinter <clears throat> as a, as the sprinter he once was because all the kids that are out there the young male and female athletes they're coming and and uh, this year twenty twenty three is an opportunity to establish yourself to establish yourself mm-hmm. as one of the new uh, great. Uh, uh, sprinters or new great uh, track and field athlete uh, and to stick your name right alongside uh, the current greats that are competing and want to put some want to put some titles up there so that you can go alongside the other greats who have titles also. Can't wait, can't wait. That sets the scene perfectly when we head <clears throat> outdoor and talk about track and field. Golf is up next. The world's number one player is once again John Rahm. Got to give him his flowers first, but I also want to talk some Tiger Woods. It's all about John Rahm right now in the game of golf. Five wins in his last nine starts. Congratulations, John Rahm, winning again, taking the Genesis this past weekend in California. Now, to put this in perspective, so... Rom will have 44 weeks of being number one. Ties Nick Price for 11th all-time. Tiger Woods had 683 <laughs> weeks Why of you being comparing? number one. I'm not comparing. Okay, just, I'm, just, I'm just saying, like, right. just, you know what? 44 weeks is significant. You're telling this to the kids. It's like, for the kids out there, please. 683 <clears throat> for right. Tiger Woods. Next close is Rory at 122. Right. So, 
we know who the man still is. So That's the champ. Congratulations, John Rom. But I want to talk about Tiger Woods. Ends up in a tie for 45th. Gets over, just over 59000 Some Some gas money for going out there for Tiger Woods. <laughs> um, his effort, though, just to make it to play the weekend and play four rounds for the first time since, I think, last year's Masters. Well, you know what? Uh, you know what? Ultimately, we have to look at um, the, the, the uh, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out how to, how to get, how to get this, say this properly. Okay. Father time will always win. Yes. Right. So I always start there because I'm saying to you that my body broke down when I decided when, when, when my body decided that it was time for me to hang it up. I try to force my way. Um, I, I try to squeeze out a year to talk about squeezing out. I try to squeeze out a year or two or three um, after I blew my Achilles, after I ruptured my Achilles and was surgically repaired to come back. Tiger has had many surgeries. Tiger's had surgeries that we don't know about. And so for me, um, huge respect for the man, for the man who's, the, to, in my mind, the greatest golfer that ever played the game. Uh, you know, it, it, you know he, he still showed me um, this weekend that he has a couple, man, he has a couple more wins. Like, you know what? You know, when you're there, you're thinking, hmm, I'm just, like he's just a few shots away uh, from winning another major championships. <clears throat> to me, that's where he's at. And uh, he, thank God, is smart enough to, to know that his body can hold up to do a full season. You know, so he's selected, what, three, four, five, whatever. The majors, I think he yeah. wants to he, you know, play those. He, yeah, he wants, he wants to play the majors. Uh, but, you know, and I know that he has the competitive spirit still left in him. Also, they're going to keep Tiger around because ultimately here's, here's what it is. Rom, great golfer, number one in the world. All the kudos go to him, his flowers, everything. But you know what? When Tiger Woods is playing, there's absolutely nobody else in the history of golf, that brings more TV audience. Oh, uh, br- that brings more crowd to the, to wait. Bring more audience to the golf course, and bring more people to the TV screen. So Tiger. So I'm just saying to you that the TV people are gonna go. Hey Tiger, please. If you have a wheelchair, we we we're gonna we're gonna drag you out. We're we're gonna. We're going to bring you so that you could be here, so you could be part of, you know, our broadcast. If you can get out there and play, then, then, then get out there and do it. I'm just, because I'm saying to you that uh, those two things. Uh, one, I would like, I don't want him to continue to beat up himself if he doesn't have it mm-hmm. or if he doesn't want it, right? But he still wants it. He's still, he's still extremely competitive. And again, we talk about what the media appeal is, how this man has been instrumental in, Tons and tons of black kids, Asian kids, brown kids, every every like you know kid out there uh, picking up a golf course, picking up a golf club, and heading to the golf course. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy's been completely uh, responsible for shouldering that responsibility. I just want him to win another couple of majors. I would like to see that. We all would. Is it going to happen? Uh, to be continued. You want to you want to bet on that? We can I, bet on that. We could. I'm betting. We could. I'm betting he's going to win three more majors before he retires. Wow. Three. Wow. Yeah, that's okay. I said Kansas City was going to win by three. 
two weeks before they won by three. So Last that's my I lucky number. Kansas City wasn't 47 years old and had multiple surgeries and rehabs and everything else. So I, I, I would love to see it. You're right, by the way, because I said that again about you. But anyways, three is uh, my lucky number, Jason. 10,000 people cheering right. for Tiger, watching him there. That's, Correct. Yeah, that's a lot of pressure. And you know what? He was unbelievable, all things considered. Sure, he wasn't his typical Tiger on Sunday, but the fact that he got through the four rounds right. was amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Yeah. Sometimes it, we just put too much pressure on this guy. No, I, don't, I don't know, though. We all, we all want to <clears throat> see him win. When we all know it's not you know, realistic. Don't even say that, man. There's no such thing. No, I'm just saying like in that tournament on the weekend. The oh, well, well, that's why we all watch. Yeah. Or or uh, uh, there's going to be some signs of brilliance. There's anytime oh, I've yeah. ever watched Ty- Tiger Woods. Anytime I've ever watched him play, uh, especially over four rounds, you know that something is going to come. Mm-hmm. The issue is that now he doesn't even take the chance he used to. And I wish that he would. I really wish that he would, like, I really wish that he would take all, like, when, do you remember when, when, when Tiger just started playing? Like, when Tiger was, you know, in his 20s, we'll say, right? And he would just say, ah, oh, well, um, you know, they said, well, usually, Mr. Woods, here's how we typically play the course. He goes, okay, uh, well, I'm going to drive it over there. And this is how I'm going to play the course. I really wish that he goes back to that, where he takes so much chances, where he takes as many chances as possible. Uh, because we, like at this point, I'm like, I want Tiger to win by 20 or lose by 20. I don't care. Like, I just, I obviously you want to see him play. And clearly you want to see him manage the course as, as best as he can. He's a professional golfer. I'm not. Uh, so, but I, I would like for him to take more chances and, and, uh, and go after, go after those three titles that I think he's going to win before he retires. All right. Sounds good. Tiger Woods, anything is possible. I know that's a Kevin Garnett thing, but yeah, Tiger Woods, it definitely applies as well. Let's continue on with our Black History Month celebrations. Another innovation that contributed to saving lives was Alexander Miles' elevator design. Now, before him, elevators were opened manually. Could you imagine opening manually? Ouch. People had to physically open and close the doors of the elevator and the shaft every time, but Miles realized the concert, the constant hazard this pose when riding an elevator. And uh, in 1887, he obtained the patent for his invention, including a flexible belt attached to the elevator cage, allowing the doors to functionally open automatically. He was inducted into the National Investors, Inventors sorry, Hall of Fame in 2007. So think about every time you get on an elevator. Black man, that invention. You know, some things you just take for granted. And, you know, even if he was purple... I, I was, it, an amazing invention. But the fact that we're talking about Black History Month, black inventors, that's right up there. Well, Jason, well, again, man, you know what? This is this is why you do what you do, and you're so amazing at it. I, I did not know this. And the purpose, uh, you know, again, when we started, uh, when we started giving flowers to these incredible black people, um, that's what I think February is supposed to be about. Uh, they, everyone knows... Uh, whether you're a musician or in sports or or whatever, you know, famous black people, everyone knows. But I think it's so important, especially for our kids to understand our culture, understand our history, and understand that someone like Alexander Miles, every time you step on an elevator, which is, again, standard in every building in the world today, right? 
uh, that this was uh, this was done by the hand of someone who could very much be your dad, your granddad, your uncle, or your brother. Uh, you know, I, I think it's amazing. And just want to squeeze one more in quickly because we're not sure if we tape next Tuesday, which is still part of Black History Month, we may get together again in March. Right. So in case we don't have a chance, I want to just shout out the CHL. And I'm not talking Canadian Hockey League, the Colored Hockey League. There right. are a bunch of black people that had a hockey league before the NHL. Right. It was a church group, and a bunch of church members would get together trying to attract some younger kids to be a part of the church and play in this hockey league. So, again, things you may not have realized, black people playing hockey, and the original CHL was for the colored hockey league. So I want to show them out because this goes back to before the NHL has talked about right. uh, the Negro Baseball League. This was definitely one of those trendsetters back in the day. Learn your history, people. Learn yeah. your history, man. Get out there, read, listen, and understand your history. And quickly, we did our track segment, but let's backtrack quickly mm. and give a little love to Greg Foster, one of the great hurdles, hurdlists, if you will, uh, of all time, uh, recently lost. Listen, rest in power, um, Greg Foster. I, Greg, Greg was before me. Uh, he competed. Uh, I think he competed generation before me. Um, but I had the 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 the, the incredible uh, opportunity to not only uh, to meet the man. I, 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 well, I think he's finished competing in the early nineties. Uh, but I had the incredible opportunity to meet the man, um, broke bread with the man, laughed with the man, and while he was mentoring, you know, the likes of you know Colin Jackson and. You know, Alan Johnson and, and a few other people. I mean, he was actually, uh, he, he was actually a, just an incredible human being. Uh, so um, again, track and the track and field family, um, the track and field fraternity uh, has lost an incredible leader, uh, an incredible athlete, an incredible man, an incredible dad. You know, so rest in power, my friend. Greg Foster, 1984 Olympic silver medalist, three-time world champion in the 110-meter hurdles, dying at the age of 64. The anchor leg, where we blitz the fastest man in Canada. Yeah, he still is. Are you amazed that nobody has won gold for Canada since you? Like, no. You're not surprised. Listen, I don't know why it is that people think it's it's such an easy thing to do. No, I'm not saying that it's easy, but you would think, you know, with technology. So uh, still a beast, Jason. Listen, at no, the end, I know. At the end of the day, let's let's. Here's the facts. Okay. In in the 150 year history of Canada, there's been two, Percy Williams, 1928, and myself in 1996. And I'm hoping in my lifetime I see so, one Canadian gets to the top of the podium in the 100 meters and hope that I see one Canadian break a world record. So you said 28 and then 96? 1928 and 19... So that's 68 years between. 1996, yes. So, damn, we, we ain't going to be around to see the next one. I, that's I, the be, case. I plan to live to, to, to be 200 years old. Yeah, so I, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go here. We got some basketball to talk about. Good or bad, Russell Westbrook was dealt from the Lakers to the Jazz. Obviously, he's not going to go play in Utah. It appears he's going to sign with the L.A. Clippers. Good or bad for the Clips? I think it's great. Okay. I, I think it's great. I think that, um, uh, you know, Russell, sometimes uh, Russell get a bad rap for, for being a selfish player. Mm-hmm. I, but, I, but I think that um, uh, 
I I think with uh, with with George and 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 with um and with uh, and and with Kawhi, uh, mm-hmm. I think that they, they listen. They're gonna have a pretty good team at the end of the day, dude. Are you seeing what the West is looking like now? Jesus, the West, Dallas. I mean, like I mean Phoenix. Like, do you see what what's going on over All there? All of that, the winner Jeez. still comes from the East in Milwaukee. Wow, it's crazy to think. You're right. <laughs> You're right. Anyways, we're agreeing way too much on this show. Oh my NFL God. now. New York Jets. Do you go for Derek Carr or do you go for Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers or Lamar goes to the Raiders. I'm not caring about anyone else. <laughs> no, listen. I don't. Okay. Um, the Raiders? Derek Ooh. Carr or... Or listen, I think that Aaron would probably fit in just because of weather. I mean, but I want him to go to the Raiders. Okay, so you're saying Derek Carr then? Yeah, sure. Okay, fair enough. He's not a Raider anymore, so yeah. I'm not loyal. Yeah. Um, Champions League, last week I put you to the test and you, and you gave us a... Eh. You gave us PSG over Byron and Byron somehow won 1-0. Exactly. Here's your chance for redemption. Later today, Liverpool at Anfield, home to Real Madrid. You go in La Liga? Or you go in Premier League. Oh, man. Liverpool. Liverpool? Yeah. Wow. Put your money on it. And finally, this (laughs) is a true story. (laughs) A woman in Toronto while driving saw a raccoon, goes to avoid the raccoon, and flips her vehicle. What animal would you see that would make you flip a vehicle? And don't tell me it's no damn raccoon. Not a raccoon. It's got to be say. a deer or something like that. <laughs> Not a ra- Oh, you know what? I, you know, hey. Maybe um, some massive damage. Well, if yeah, if you if, if there's a deer. Like no offense. People, people, especially in northern Canada or Alaska or wherever, if there's a deer or bear in front of you, I'm, moose, I'm suggesting you stop. Right? Right. I'm suggesting you stop. But a, a raccoon, you know what I mean? You know. Good on her. I'm all for animals. I'm right. an animal lover myself, but me too. At some point, you got to say, mm, "I'm sorry," but mm. she flipped her car. Why, why is it that you even bring this up, Jason? We can't win in either one of these. No, things but I'm just it, saying. You know what? It was a nice gesture right. by the driver. Right. But uh, I am not going to flip my car. Right. I'm. I'm going to try to right. avoid said raccoon, mm-hmm. whether slamming on the brakes or maybe going to the side. But if it's Coming to the point where it's the car getting flipped or the wreck. Yeah. I, it's I not just, the car, man. It's personal injury. I'm, yeah. ju- I'm just, I'm saying to you that. But you're in the car, right? Yeah. I'm saying to you that if I'm in the car and I'm driving along and, and, I, and I see a rodent on, on the street, I mean, certainly I'm going to try and avoid, you know, killing that r- said rodent. Uh, but if it's me driving off a precipice, flipping a car, or me injuring myself or my family, Nah, well, I mean, that's a pretty what obvious the, choice. What the? <laughs> that's a Go- pretty obvious choice. Google, press it, press it, press it. Yes. F- yes, I gave, I'm, I'm giving you one one big word a week. <laughs> the roadway? The, here's a question for you. Why do you drive on a parkway and park on a driveway? There oh, you for go. God's sake. Well, yes, this is. <laughs> that will do it for this edition of Donovan Bailey running things. Uh, I think I finally stumped the champ. Yeah, here. I think um, you did. As always, thank you for the company. We ask that you please follow, like, share, subscribe, download. Do all those fun things. Just be a part of this podcast. And we've wrapped another week. Um, Always good to hang out with you all. Uh, And as always, stay safe and speak to you next week.